Welcome everyone to another episode of the warm-up. I'm here with the guys. It's me, Money Making Chris. We got Street Clothes Reg and we have Mr. And One. Say what's up to the crowd and the audience, guys. What's up, everybody? What's going on? Hey, what it do, fam? How y'all doing? Cool, cool. And if this is your first time rocking with us, this is a place where we talk about sports, current events, and everything else in between through the lens of black culture. Just a couple of announcements and notes. If you're on the audio side, on the Spotify, the Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever you listen to podcasts, uh, check us out on YouTube. The, the link is in the description box. And yeah, check us out on the, on the YouTube side. If you're on the YouTube side, you've seen the video, you've seen us rattle out the behind the scenes and all that stuff, man. Check us out on Spotify on the audio side or the other favorite podcast platform. And, uh, you know, maybe listen to us on the drive to and from work. You know what I'm saying? Pandemic is a little bit over, almost over. Florida's ain't, ain't no pandemic. What pandemic? <laughs> uh, so, yeah, man, just check us out. Uh, feel free to tell a friend, tell a friend. Like, subscribe, five stars, all that. Golden mic, all that stuff, man. Um, and then, yeah, man, check us out every Tuesday, man. We're here. We're going to keep doing this until uh, we get canceled. Uh, anything else y'all want to add to that? Don't cancel us. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> Despite anything, anything money making Chris says, man. Hey, well, I'm all about making money. Just like NBA and NCAA and every other athlete that be out here trying to profit off of their likeness. NCAA has finally come around and eased some of these NCAA regulations, man. They're allowing players to finally generate revenue off of their likeness, off of other independent ventures and contracts that were previously an NCAA violation. Uh, Step in the right direction. Uh, Do you guys uh, have any thoughts on this? Street Clothes Ridge? Uh, I know we've been wanting to have this topic on this show for a while, but you know, we never really fleshed it out and did all our research. Uh, for me, myself, personally, I, I still feel strongly that I'd rather just have, you know, our academics and our sports separated. Uh, our, that is my preferred route. Um, I don't know what the ramifications of this will be. I'm not going to hate or be mad. I, I've seen some people make up their hypothetical pros and cons, but, you know, I think this is better than nothing. So I, I'm happy to see something change and see how it turns out uh that's my stance on it for now okay mr and one what's your take on this this is the move in the right direction athletes are getting money that's fine that's cool like we did talk about this before um getting paid on what they call the nil names image and likeness is only for the stars man if you're a regular player you're going about making the same sacrifices skill set this isn't there you're not getting reimbursed for all the time and sacrifice you're putting into playing for that school. And I did a little quick read on it. There's not like a universal set of rules that they have to abide by. Um, some states prohibit the students from getting paid for like tobacco or uh, alcohol endorsements. Other states pre- pre- prevent them from signing to brands, man. Um, they can hire agents to help them out, but it's all over the board. So it depends on the state, the school, some won't let this, some schools won't let them use the images, you know? Uh, I don't, they don't say which ones, but I'm interested to see if the Tar Heels let their players use anything to make money off of. 
So it's a step in the right direction, uh, but a lot more work needs to be done. These schools are still racking in a boatload. They should scale secure the bag <laughs> with these games and everything else, the gaming industry. So it's like, it's like a, a win on the surface, but we know who's still keeping the bag, man. Yeah. So do you think this is a publicity stunt more so than NCAA really wanting to give the players an ability to be, uh, to participate in a free market? Oh, for sure, man. I equate this to, this is going to get deep right here, man. I equate this to um, people fighting for like police reform and fighting for a better education system and people saying, hey, Juneteenth's a holiday. <laughs> I don't I don't think it's a publicity thing. I do think in that vein though, I think there's a lot of pressure, especially recently, especially with big stars like LeBron speaking up on these and, and other former college athletes and current NBA athletes. I think there was a lot of pressure and this just kind of might be a way for them to buy time or to kind of relieve some of that pressure. And I guess in that way to clean up their image a bit, you know, Congress was coming after them and having hearing after hearing. So throwing a bone. Yeah, I feel you. It's definitely throwing a bone. I just want to say one more thing on it because the schools aren't paying a stipend to these cats, man. It's nope. still on them to put in more work to secure these deer, to secure the bag, hire a team when they're not making money in the first place. So mm -hmm. yeah, they're making money, but they have to put in more work to secure that bag instead of the school saying, here's a stipend. Thank you for bringing us money. Thank you for paying for this gym. Thank you for getting the golf team, new golf clubs, all this stuff. Mm -hmm. So that's why I'm like, it's more publicity because the NCAA didn't have to touch the main income revenue stream. Mm -hmm. They're not losing money at all, actually. Yeah. yeah. There's, there's nothing to their business model or their pie. Nope. Uh, not at all. Yeah. So, I don't know. Like, everything you guys said was on the nail, on the head. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, once you get into the fine print, it, it still sounds pretty limited. And honestly, yeah, like you said, it's not standardized. What is allowed, what's not allowed. And, uh, yeah, I mean, maybe this is the the... Maybe this is moving the needle because there are players who are deciding to go into other um, avenues to make it to the NBA or make it to their professional sports, respectively. And that may they they see that 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 well or that pipeline starting to get get filled a little bit, you know. So they they may they're gonna move a little bit. They're gonna move. They're gonna do the bare minimum. Is what it sounds like. They're gonna do the bare minimum to maintain the status quo. Um, as much I like as that point. Yeah, like, that's a very good point. Real quick, both of you guys talked about standards. Do you feel like this lack of unified standards will lead to, you know, kind of the new landscape of where players are going to want to go? Is this going to change the landscape to maybe more large market teams and more or less restrictive states? Players wanting to go there, most of the talent flocking there. Uh, it's definitely going to give some um, programs of competitive edge if they are wanting to you know be more lax it's kind of like a company if they want to if, if a state wants a company to come you know build and operate in their city or state they'll give you tax credits oh yeah you know mm -hmm. you could come here and you don't have to pay taxes state taxes we'll give you some bonuses and credits and things like that mm -hmm. uh, so it may be the same thing like maybe maybe Duke would have a, a bigger bargaining chip than you know 
uh, a Tennessee State or a Murray State. But at the same time, you could probably flip that. Oh, maybe maybe Murray State would be like, hey man, you know, free tuition. If they really wanted to do, like just say, hey, free tuition, everything's paid for, and you get a stipend. I mean, if they really wanted to do that, they possibly can, um, and or, or you know something along the lines where they can they can they can compete. Now it's just a more competitive landscape again, free market, and I don't know if that standard standardization um, is uh, is going to impede or or uh, promote that competitiveness. But uh, I guess we have to see as as things unfold. Oh, it's wild for a school, by the way. This is why I just. The couple them, but you know that's the topic for another day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, for the just for the record, though, the schools are not allowed to pay a stipend legally. Mm-hmm. And so they can't do that. But everything else, I think Chris said is is on it, man. If, mm-hmm. I'm, if I'm a baller and uh, Tar Heels are like, hey, come play for me, but I'm looking at the restrictions for North Carolina, mm-hmm. and I can't make money on alcohol. Tobacco, gaming. I go and sell myself at the gas station, <laughs> and then yeah. you know, Murray State's coming through. Like, hey man, you can make money anywhere. We don't care. Just come here and play. Yeah, yeah. You know, it depends, man. If I need money right now, it's definitely a factor. It's definitely a factor. Yeah, you may get a free access to the Charles Barkley basketball camp. <laughs> you know what I'm, saying? Hey, I'm just trying to get equal ear. Yeah. <laughs> is, is this also going to lead to like it? It can probably already be distracting enough for star college athletes. Is this going to be even more distractions if you're out here trying to get it? You know, you're not you're, you're working 40 hours to be an athlete when you're supposed to be a student athlete, and now you also pursuing these extracurriculars. Where where does the uh, academics come to? <laughs> Break it up, bro. I'm we just need, saying, break it, it up. Break it up. Break I'm, it up. I'm just saying, man. I ain't see, I ain't see Derrick Rose in a class. So it's a sham. It's been a fraud. It's been a fraud for years, but you know, it is what it is. We gonna move on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll keep an eye on this, man. I'm really sure things will develop, especially as the season, the new collegiate season starts, and we'll see how some of this stuff gets implemented. Uh, so yeah, we can be pinning that, man. We'll move on to the more professional side, the NBA, the playoffs. Again, we're still deep in the Eastern Conference Finals, Western Conference Finals. They are there, but we always, uh, we've seen something very unique this this year. We've seen uh, a bunch of injuries. Uh, they've been all over the place. They've been plaguing every team from before the, the playoffs, during the playoffs, after the playoffs probably. And, and it seems like majority of the teams have taken a loss to some degree, whether it's minor or major. And honestly, I think this is the most reported um, injuries by major contributors or stars in NBA history, like for the postseason. So, yeah, we all know it sucks. Um, uh, we know that the situation is a little bit, you know, interesting considering the 72 game. I'm oh, sorry, the the what was it? The uh, yeah, 72 game season and a shortened calendar uh, year, uh, but you know we can we can see the injury impact. So, what's injury or you know protocol? <laughs> uh, do you guys feel impacted a, a team the most um, in this this dire situation? I guess war of attrition, mm. as you would call it. Uh, and one, Mr. And one. Do you have uh, one? I'm gonna let 
You know, I'm gonna let uh, Street Clothes Reg have the obvious. I appreciate it. I appreciate, I appreciate you. So I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go for Street Clothes Reg favorite team though. Um, I think the Miami Heat. Mm. I think they took a lot of L's. Uh, Jimmy Jimmy Buckles is in and out. Oh, I know we were talking about Tyler Hero before the, the pod. Is the sophomore slump? Is he dealing with injuries? Is it just a constant change of people coming in and out? Um, the Heat were not the Heat we saw in the bubble. Um, and yeah, different circumstances. I did expect them to make it past the first round. Yeah. I did I expect not, that. I didn't expect them to get swept. I didn't expect that. Did not expect them to get swept. You know, these yeah. are things we were thinking about. So for me, to that question, um, the Heat, because they had injuries here. Uh, they had COVID protocol there. And it just broke up really what they had. And they took a, a big L on that one. You forgot about Odipo, though. Yeah. Yeah, he's a separate. You know, I, I separate him from the Heat because it's his injury history from that last year or two in Indiana mm-hmm. to Houston. To not, that's like his own Personal, thread, man. Yeah. I think it's separate from... Yeah, you know these two seasons. I say y'all were excited. Y'all, y'all were excited about him going to the Heat, and I was like, ah, I don't know about this. And then you know, I, I, I bit into it. He started clicking towards the end of the season. He's out here. He's hamming it. Dunk got another big dunk. Came down, injured. Is he the new Gordon Hayward? <laughs> it hurt, bro. It hurt my soul. I bought into it. I, I didn't want to get my hopes up. Then I saw it. I got my hopes up. Injured. So, I mean, I, I wouldn't even say that injuries is what plagued the team this season. Despite the COVID, Jimmy being out, they, they were able to turn it around. They got into a good enough position. Uh, just, you know, too many moving, moving pieces. They lost some, you know, players that, role they players did. that really kept them in there. And they just struggled. I don't, I don't know what all the struggles are. I don't know why Tyler Hero ain't show up. I don't know why Jimmy Buckets wasn't getting buckets. I, I, it was it was a lot going on. Um, you hate to see it, but, you know, so it's like, yeah, maybe it was because of the, the short turnaround, too, because they, they played in the finals in a month the later, started the new season. Same for the Lakers. But, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I don't know. It could be a book two of things. We don't know, man. That's the thing about injuries. You never know mm-hmm. until it happens, like, what the cause of it you know, led up to it and stuff like that. So. so the team that I was pulling for after that, Ooh. Ooh. The three-headed monster. Never at one time did we really see all three. You know, it it was a struggle for them too. Like, and at the tail end of it, Kyrie got injured. I'm like, yo, what is going on? You know, Harding came back, you know, kind of. Like his body was there. He was in heart. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and not not for a lack of effort, but he just wasn't really fully recovered and KD you know came back strong that's a heavy load especially when they got rid of so many role players to have you know these two other superstars Mm -hmm. so now it's just really you and you alone so KD for me KD was on AD watch man every time he fell I was like I know I was there I was watching (laughs) yeah well I mean the good thing about that though is at least Kevin Durant did get injured. Yep. yep <laughs> I mean yep. he looks like old KD. Uh so I'm happy that, that he actually took the time to 
get um, get healed, get the the uh, physical therapy, the rehab, and all that stuff, man, and get back into the into the mix of things in a healthy way. Uh, so, so no ice pack gate this season, bro. <laughs> Him and Ray J Pat, they on an old, they the autonomous. They just be moving. Um, but yeah, uh, I don't know, man. Like, I, it, it could be any team, like almost every team. Uh, but I guess if you want to say, you could say the you guys pulled the Nets and the Heat. You could point out the Celtics. They came in injured. Uh, um, Kimber Walker and it was never healthy, and then Jalen Brown went down, and then Jason Tatum went. You know, was trying to. You know, I think he hurt himself too, right? Uh, uh no, I, they bumped that game, but they were. He was fine. Uh, he had COVID. He had COVID though. Yeah, but he recovered from that too. Like he he was dropping fifty when they by the time they went out. Like he was he, okay. He but was, it was but him he, alone. He, he spoke about his recovery from COVID. It took a while. It took the majority of the season. Yeah, and that's why they were struggling a lot yeah. during the season. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, but you know, it, it affected them obviously. And B, he's he's chronic. Um, someone said Ben Simmons um, shot as an injury. Wow, it's, it's broke. Yeah, I, 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 I wouldn't say that because you know I respect Ben Simmons as a player. <laughs> but you brought it up. <laughs> I was just hey, he's I'm, reporting just the news. I'm just reporting. reporting the news. Just reporting. You uh, choose the news that you report. I mean, hot okay. topic. I'm just letting you know. I'm just trying to give you what you want to hear, man. This is what the people want to hear. Uh, but yeah, man, I don't know I think I think the biggest one was probably going to be LeBron. I'm sorry, the Lakers. Uh, that, that, that one that one was from the middle of the season and again similar to the Heat man they only had like a one month turnaround um, but they are also way older like LeBron's 36 AD body is 36 like he is probably like 26 I believe but his body is oof scary who would you rather have man health wise Embiid or AD See AD because because Embiid is having the same injury year in and year out. Like it's always an ailing knee or foot issue. Um, I would there's enough probable cause to blame AD's health in New Orleans on the New Orleans management because they were using football doctors. Okay. So that was the only reason. But but last year he was healthy. He was completely healthy. I mean I guess the same yeah. for I guess the same for MB. He was completely healthy last year too, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, but but I mean MB couldn't do back to backs. He was on minute restriction, load management, you know, all this stuff, man. He only could play like thirty games a season. At least eight he'll play he'll give you all of them until he breaks. We can we can even also throw out that other team in LA. Ooh, oh, goodness. oh! But you know, Kawhi oh, Leonard out, then Zubac was out, then Serge Ibaka was you out. Serge yeah. Ibaka, bro. Yeah, I didn't. I'm just like that's a lot. I forgot he was even on the team. <laughs> you know, P- PG did his best. I know we give him a lot of flack, but he he did his thing. Like miss free throws. That would have been nice to have won that game and have less pressure. You know, they would have been. This would have been a game seven if they had to did that. But you know. I like how you, you say it? I like how you say we. It's only really one person who gives him flat. But yeah, go ahead. Nah, I feel like there's more than more than one. There's two. There's two. There's one. There's one with us right now. And one's not with us. Oh, well, you know the, the other one's one with us guess. right now. He, he, the other he, one's he the, not. He's the fifth member yeah. of the group. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So, you know, 
I think it's funny. It's here's the irony of it, man. All these stars are going down because what um, Murray with uh, Denver. That's another um, tough one, man. I feel like Dallas. I feel like wouldn't uh, Luca had the shoulder. You you had to put the team on his Luka, on his shoulder. Hey, them shoulders were they were carrying the load, bro. Um, and Clay, bro, Clay recovered and then messed up another ligament before the season even started. Uh, it, was so a, it was an Achilles. Um, yeah, I thought it was, was Achilles. Achilles. Yeah, and then he Achilles. did both. It wasn't his ACL. ACL, yeah. ACL was the end of last season. Yeah, so you missed the whole year. Mm-hmm. And then in practice coming up for this year, Achilles tore. Yeah, we're gonna see how he comes back, man. Uh, hearts out to, to Clay, but I think it's ironic that all these stars are broken, especially come playoff time. And then the one star whose playoff history has been marred with injury <laughs> is healthy. Oh, he was hurt too. He, got he hurt was, too. but it wasn't the type of injuries he sustained previously in his yeah. career that took him out of the playoffs, yeah. right? I still remember that one-legged dagger he did to the Spurs, I think 14, 15, mm-hmm. to take them out just to lose the next series because I think he pulled his hammy. Yep. So, yep. you know, tip my hat to Chris Paul, man. It's just an irony. He's one of the few stars that's healthy in the season where we lost most of the stars. And and if I'm correct, the only star during the playoffs to suffer COVID protocols, too. Yeah. Hmm. I, I want to say the only player. I can't remember. The only player. I, I haven't heard any COVID protocols yeah. outside of that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, although, man, he is known for flopping. I don't know if y'all saw that flop that he took from uh, DeMarcus Cousins. He had, like he got elbowed in the neck. Hey. But he would be <laughs> acting, boy. So, I don't know. Maybe some of these flops, he'd be hurting himself for real, like someone said. I, I agree with that. I really believe, like, some of these injuries be him doing the most and then, like, <laughs> yeah. hate to see it. So, I mean, he, fl- he flopped the once. No, with him and Patrick. <laughs> so, him and Patrick Beverly hit each other. I think it was a game before. And they Pat just knowing what Chris is going to do. They both flopped. <laughs> and Chris came down hard on his butt and on his wrist. I'm thinking, dude, we can't have another butt injury, man. We already had that to Curry, man. Mm-hmm. We're going to have one major rear end injury for season. Yeah. 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 So that I, I believe you on that. I think another thing that played up, I, I read up some stuff about the season. Um, so like it was a 72 day break from last season to the start of this season championship to tip off for this season. And then we were talking about how they did the whole scheduling. The first half of this season was cool. COVID jacked it up. Mm-hmm. The second half of the season, dude, 32, let's see, 20, let's see, there were 32 first half games that were lost, that were spread across 27 uh, teams. They had to make up in the second half of the season. Yeah. 11 teams had to do three games in four day stretches, a lot of them. Some had to do five games in seven day stretches. And then they took a look at the average of games per week last season. It was 3.4. So each team had 3.4. Four two games per week per season. Bro. After All Star this season, that jumped up to three point seven five. So, Ooh. I mean, yeah, man. So it was about feel, that money. Do we feel like it was a short turnaround, or just COVID really just fucked things up? I think it was coming oh, at you, everything, all of it. <laughs> yes, <laughs> E E <laughs> all of the above. Yeah, man. Um, 
no, obviously the COVID thing, you know, that that would force you to um, reschedule games. But again, I don't know. I may, uh, I don't know how the TV contract look, uh, like what they look like and how they're structured and stuff. But I mean, I don't know. Maybe some of those switches have been canceled. You know, if it was, you know, too many games missed or whatever, then there's. I, mean, I feel like there should have been some, uh, uh, I guess, buffer or headroom to miss a couple of games, like. Outside of maybe who like the Warriors and the the Grizzlies and maybe like one other team I, that I can't probably think of maybe maybe the the Lakers everyone else was pretty much locked in they could have missed a couple of games I think they've probably been alright um, yeah but then like the ones that aren't locked in or the ones that were close to not being being knocked out like they have to play those Timberwolves and those Pistons teams too right yeah. so it it, it would have been hard there would have been an argument for fairness it yeah. would have been a whole mess so yeah. but that was missed a lot of Dallas missed a lot of games with COVID mm. first half of the season yeah. shout out to the play-ins though I really enjoyed it oh yeah. what yeah, yeah keep that man yeah keep it yeah sorry so, LeBron someone was complaining <laughs> <laughs> yeah, someone was complaining about it, but I was like, I enjoyed it. Uh, I, they should keep it. I, when I first saw it, I was complaining about the format. I didn't like the single elimination style, and I still don't know if I like the single elimination style per se. Mm-hmm. But I do like that it made the end of the season interesting yeah. still. Yeah, yeah. Now, I, I agree with you. I, I agree with you on that. And like I said, I historically man we always say oh in the west especially i mean the east can it could be like that too but the west just over the, the past decade or so we've always looked at those teams who were like 500 mm-hmm. and were just and just missed it because there was in the western conference and then mm-hmm. you look at the eastern conference and folks with 35 percent winning record making it into the playoffs so mm-hmm. uh, you know at the very least it gave those it extended it to like the 10 or nine teams, like, you know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, the 10 teams. So now there's a window for you. Like, if you want to make it, you got an opportunity now. Yeah. So I, I still like it, man. I think it was fun. Um, it it yeah, makes the, the end of the season way more yeah, interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's almost 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 akin to uh, football, like the NFL. Mm-hmm. Um, but what yeah. that- you know, as a, a point of contention, like that single round of elimination did give you that, you know, wild card, you mm-hmm. know, football playoff feel. Like yep. the the excitement of this one game means everything. Yeah. And that was yeah, a I like great watching game the Warriors the and the Lakers play, man. That was that was fun. Yeah. That was one of the yeah. best playoff games. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Pretty much. That one. <laughs> yeah. Also the uh Grizzlies and the Warriors. That was fun. They went overtime. The Warriors yeah. period. Yeah, yeah, it was good. Okay. So yeah. so uh so yeah, man, keep that. Um, everything else, man. Shorten the season and do whatever. Give you guys some rest, cause they got for They got to go play overseas in like a month. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, Silver said next season starting on time in October. Yeah. And the championships games gonna start with July the twenty second. Bro, they not getting no time, no time off, man. No time. So I would say like Adam Silver is ninety nine percent a good like commissioner he's he's almost did everything perfectly i don't think i don't i think in hindsight this may not be a good look like all these games in such a shortened season or calendar year uh the turnaround being too quick all for the interest of like the stakeholders and you know the the money um generators and stuff like that the revenue guys uh sometimes i mean if you gotta take a 10 percent loss for and just 
make it across the board, restructure the the um, the CBA, so that you know it's just like if you at work. Sometimes you may have you may be okay with just working having three days off every every week. It's gonna cut your pay a little bit to some degree, but I think the quality of life is. You know, I, I, I still get I, I still give them a good grade on that though, just because I feel like the players had to be a part of that decision, and I'm pretty sure yeah, like yeah. everybody came to that agreement together. Yeah, and it's easy for you know the big fish to be like, oh no, nah, I'm gonna sit out. Like, yeah, those but, other people might really need that. Yeah, but those other players players who don't have you know Space Jam two coming out and stuff <laughs> like that might really need as many games as they could play to get by. Yeah. And and the ones that don't, we saw even last year with the bubble, like people they had the flexibility to opt out. Yeah, and uh, that's true. I like what you said. Players are saying they might not like it. No one is saying that they didn't know this was coming. No yeah. one is saying this is a surprise. True. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. They all had a voice, they all had a vote. So mm-hmm. everyone knew. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right on you're right on that. Um I don't know, but Maybe this is a good like oh, uh, I trust your judgment. We don't we don't we ain't gonna like it, but we're gonna ride with it. But mm. I, I can see how if you keep putting them in the situations where like people like are not happy with it, and it, it grows and grows. If it if that goes that that direction, mm-hmm. that that can start to look unfavorable down the road. Uh, so I don't know. Like use it with caution. Is all I would say. Uh, yeah. Anything else on? Go ahead. I think we'll get this COVID thing figured out, though. Hopefully by next season. Who knows? Yeah. Man, we might be on the Zeta strand by then, man. <laughs> I, I got to go back through, go back through the alphabet. The Alpha yeah. 2 strand. Oh, shit. Uh, alpha yeah, 2. <laughs> so we're talking about, like, all these different strains. We're talking about some uh, uh, OG Kush strains and stuff or whatever they got. <laughs> whatever those things are. They don't be talking about some crazy stuff. <laughs> <laughs> oh man so i don't know man we'll see how this how the next season looks but in the meantime we gonna get real early you can start with these trade rumors because they already starting to boil and simmer a little bit you know we have uh this guy man i don't know if you heard of him man. andrew wiseman he, he's out of memphis number two overall pick you know he went to the warriors uh he had a pretty good year he, he also had an injury uh <laughs> ironically enough right that, that yeah. ended his season and uh the warriors are out here trying to play chess out here they're trying to see if they can they can upgrade wiseman to a siakam from toronto uh, some people think this is a good move and you know we have some resident golden state warrior fans out here uh stands almost uh borderline uh, so mr anwan what do you think about it you think this is gonna be a good fit Man, you know, I, I'm going to be objective with it, right? You're no, leveraging... Speak your feels. I'm going to be objective. <laughs> you're leveraging the future for the now is what you're mm-hmm. doing, right? I think at this juncture, man, because they had to sit Wiseman down before the injury because of what? Confidence, right? He was lacking confidence. In the beginning, he was balling, made a couple of mistakes. Kerr came down on him. They had to bench him because he lost his confidence. And now you type in... You can't even type in Warriors without Wiseman trade. You're seeing this. He's a young dude. He didn't play the last year of college. His college got shut down. So he's not used to all this, man. I think at this juncture, they have to pull the trigger. You can't tell this young man, 
hey, he, he's reading all this stuff everywhere. And you can't bring it back. Oh, hey, hey, Wiseman, <laughs> we're just playing psych. <laughs> we yeah. want you to play and be part of this team, right? Um, you got to trade him. You have an all-world shooter in Curry. We're hoping Clay comes back at least at 80%, right? And you need somebody big in the middle, man. I think Siakam's a nice one. I know there was talk about PG. Um, as much as I like to rag on PG, it would be a good fit with the Warriors, right? You right. need some a big wing. Yeah. Siakam's more of a power forward, but he, he has some mobility. He could do that. Uh, last year, he was averaging, what, 21.4, uh, 7.2 rebounds, 4.5 assists, so he can move the ball. If we can get him to stop doing that Siakam spin move all the time, we don't need to. I think. <laughs> Isn't he like a number one, two, number one and number two option, though? What's that? Mm-hmm. Isn't Siakam like the number one and number two? Right yeah. in Toronto, he's yeah. number one. Yikes. Yeah. Only 20, 21? Yeah. 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 And, this and was last year. I was going to say, remember, man, uh, the coach threw him under the bus this year. Yeah. So, shot his confidence a little bit, too. Or, you know, probably didn't didn't leave uh, in, in a good position or leave him feeling like he was valued on the team. So, yeah, damaging goods. Probably, probably a fair trade then. I don't know. I, I like I, I like Siakam for the squad. Um, how's his defense? His defense is okay, man. It's not too bad. Pairing them with Green, I think for the money they will have to throw in Wiggins. And out in the ideal world, it'll be cool to keep Wiggins and have Siakam. But that's a lot of money on the books, bro. Okay. So they got to give up Wiggins in the Siakam trade. Um, so the question is, do you think that Siakam is an upgrade over Wiggins? Yes. <laughs> is that a real question? There we go then. So Well, I mean, I'll wait, hold on. It. Wait, hold on. Let's let's think about it a little bit though. Mm-hmm. You know, as Kev pointed out, he was getting his quiet little twenty. Quiet, man. Sleepy quiet. He was getting his quiet little twenty. You already yeah. getting the twenty. Yeah. Yeah. I think somebody was hacking this, the uh, scoreboard, defense man. Defense is okay. This is like Siakam's defense is okay, but I feel like Siakam's a little bit longer. He and is. they could use they could use a little height on the Warriors. It wouldn't hurt. And Siakam's more aggressive, man. Wiggins yeah. is not. You need yeah. somebody. You need that, that, that dog in you. Siakam yeah. has that. Can't teach it. <laughs> nah. Yeah. Woo. Man, I, I don't know, man. That's that's boring to hear when y'all talk about Wiggins. He put me to sleep. <laughs> exactly. Um, wow, That's wow. how he gets those twenty. I, I, what, y'all, what, y'all, to sleep. <laughs> what do y'all think is a better fit though? See, I come up PG. I think honestly, like Paul I think George PG. PG. Yeah, I think PG because PG. I saw him facilitate. I saw Tell what me. he did in the playoffs, man. I think with the Warriors? when PG's not the primary, I think he's awesome. I think when you put too much on him to be the primary. Uh, I don't think that's a role that it's really meant for him. Who was primary in? This, hmm? Who's playing primary this time? I feel yeah, like this he was time. Kind of, I feel like he was kind of handling the ball. Like he had Pat Beverly for sure, but like I felt like he was kind of facilitating a little bit. More. I mean, the score, primary score, like the primary oh, okay. option. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, okay, yeah. okay. I thought you meant primary ball time. Oh no, nah, he, he did okay in that role. I think, okay. uh, nah, it's just the primary scoring option. I think that's a lot on him. Uh, he, so put him in the Warrior system. He did well after Kawhi went down, like, for whatever reason, as the primary scorer. He had some, he had some moments. Then he had some not-so-great moments. That's why I think you put when him was, in... When was the not-so-great moments, though? I mean, free. do we have to talk about the free throws? 
Bruh. One game he missed two free throws. Oh, we're not gonna talk about how, that. Oh. We're not gonna talk about everything he uh, he did up to that point to keep them it in there. It don't matter. It don't matter according to them. He, it don't it's matter. It's something he's never done in the entire season. So that means it's a, that's, it's a, that's, that's an yeah. outlier. That's an exception to his yeah. quality of play. I've seen D Wade do it. I've seen LeBron do it. I've seen player after player do it. I mean, but but it sounds like so. This sounds like Curtis just a prisoner of the moment. Remember when Danny Green missed that that open jump shot? Oh last my year? god, that was hideous. Oh, see, that was hideous. And he used to say this that dude was like, so terrible. Basically, the Ben won that. Yeah. It's horrible. And I agree with I agree with him. Man. But here's I'm my thing like, though. But he's doing much, he was doing much points, better on the Sunday. Thank you. He's not efficient. He did not get those points. He had an efficient game. His playoffs are not efficient. That's why I say I think it's a lot on him. So if you put him like in a third, a second or third option, dude, beast mode. So, I mean, we talked we talked a bit about injured and hurt earlier. Didn't PG have like a foot thing going on this whole season? I don't think he had. I thought it was quiet. It was a toe. I think it was like a toe injury. Oh, it was PG. Oh, I don't remember that one. But I wasn't tracking his injury like that. Oh, it wasn't like loud news, maybe. Mm. I know it was one he's of been, them. Because he's been playing through it, like, pretty well. Yeah. But but let's talk about efficiency real quick. Because, I mean, you like Devin Booker, right? Like, you think he's a solid player. You know, he's he's contributing. Come on. He's a solid contributor on the Phoenix Suns who are going to the finals, right? Just You're talking about the Devin Booker that... That beat the Clippers, Paul George Clippers. Sure, sure, yeah, yeah okay, that one, yeah. that one, the one we that get, we get, the one that Chris, that the, the, the one that Chris Paul closed out on in Game Six because Chris he Paul came is back, a closer. He came, he came in, he scored eight straight points off the like coming off the bench. He had two threes and he had like a a, a jump shot. CVP that is a closer. Yeah, that, yeah, that guy. Okay, let me. Let but me, but, hey, but the engine is Devin Booker. But okay, yeah. Okay, that's okay, fine. that's fine. So, so you said that Paul George is not efficient, right? So you're gonna you're gonna put you're gonna just ding him for that, right? Just real quick. I'm curious. What you got, man? I'm not so, falling to your trail. You already got it set, man. Devin Booker is not hey, efficient you know either. So, so, so don't so, go in the house. I'm not going in the house, Chris. I'm gonna stand outside and listen. <laughs> so, would you call? Um, 51%. Would you call that efficient? I'm not answering your questions, man. <laughs> that's, that's actually not bad, though. Thank, thank no, you. I don't know. Thank don't you, know. Street Clothes. No, no. Thank no. you, Red. 51, every other, every, other, shot? Yeah, every other shot. Yeah, every other shot. Every other shot, right? 51% free throw is bad. Uh, No, no, 51% from the no, field. I, I doubt not either one of them is anywhere close to 51%. Devin Booker had 51% game one. Right. You want to know what his other ones were? You talking about after they broke his nose in three places? That wasn't that game. But if you want to go ahead and, and uh, be revisionist history, go ahead. Is that? But, but that's that's good though, right? Why is it so hard for me to answer this question? Is the is fifty one percent good? Has Devin one? Booker hit the side of a backboard in the playoff game? <laughs> I don't think he has. So, My, okay. So we bring it up bubble. We bring up a bubble situation a whole year ago, a whole playoff season ago. Mm. But we're talking about now, though. We're talking about now, though, right? Or we're talking about a season ago. Nobody doubts Devin Booker. Because Devin Booker didn't make it to the playoffs, remember? Hmm? Devin Booker didn't make it to the playoffs, remember? Only undefeated team in the bubble. But he and still oh, couldn't make it. Oh, my God. Y'all in bubble champs. I hate that bubble stat, champs. I hate that stat for you. 
look, it carried over into the season, and now they're going to the championship. This Kristen is prisoner, and might be onto some of the prisoner at the moment, bro. You just keep replaying this. Yeah, bro. Did they not carry it over the bubble? Doctor Strange, the dude is in a time loop. Who's in the championship? So, so let me let me let me just let me just speak this. You can take this and you can go home. You can go into your room. I, don't, I know you're not at home right now. You can go into you, when you get this home. Is home huh? and then you can go into your room. Home. You can yeah. you can you know when you're alone in your room, you can stare at the wall. And then back in your mind, you go hear your country's now. call you... to these to these stats right here. Um, game two, Devin Booker, thirty-one percent. Uh, game three, Devin Booker, twenty-three percent. Uh, game four. 36%. Game five, 40%. Game six, closeout game, 38%. Nobody's so, doubting Devin Booker, so, man. So, so when you say. That efficiency was the issue. When you, yeah, so when you. I say he's not, a, yeah, Paul George is not an efficient and, player, man. And all six of those games he had, Chris Paul. Paul mm-hmm. George didn't have the claw. Uh, so what's your what point are you trying so to make when, it? So when you're talking about Paul George and you want to knock on his inefficiencies as mm. as a knock against his playoff performance. And he missed two free throws. And he missed two free throws. Two clutch free throws. You guys are making it. <laughs> it's the equivalent of uh, Nick Anderson missing those uh, three or four free throws against Houston. The, the, the reason why Shaq left uh <laughs> Shaq left Orlando back in the day, man. I, I, to me, it's on the same level. I just want to make sure you have a stronger argument than inefficiency. Shaq ain't leaving nowhere because somebody missed free throws. Thank Stop you. it. He missed. He, he he left because number one, money, and number two, he got traded because of Kobe. Anything else you want to add? Hey, those free throws play department. <laughs> this is the thing. But Shaq would have got probably got hacked a hundred times at that game and missed all of the free throws. So he he has no we ain't talking about space. Shaq. We know he has Shaq no space. Free throws. He has no space to say I want to get traded because of free throws. When you advertise None. yourself as a premier wing defender and one they of the top tier offensive threats in the game, yet your defense looks like it's made of Swiss cheese because people was running holes through you to the goal. That changes things, man. So, so that's what I'm we, saying. So can we look at these? I mean, what, Luca, did, Luca almost destroyed them single-handedly. He was destroying everyone, and then guess what? It got too heavy, and then he couldn't do it no more. Remember, they lost four straight, right? Hey, listen, they barely got by. That's with quiet. And the defensive player of the year got cooked too. So, it, it, bro, I'm just trying to figure out where the lie is. Hey, no, so listen, this is what I'm telling you, man. To me, to me, this is my stance. Paul George, tremendous player. He's okay. not the alpha player. He's not your. He's not your number one. You're not gonna. He's not the number one on the championship team. That's okay. my point. I mean, he hasn't been on the championship team. But okay. Neither has Devin Booker. The Clippers. This not a championship team. They have, have they won a championship? Are they the yeah. championship. They're a championship caliber team. Are they not? I mean, oh, you, so the you changed it. You said, you said championship see, team. So, like, you saying championship caliber team, man? He's not. Oh, okay. He's not your number one in your championship caliber team. If if he would have took that team past the Suns, he would have been the number one option on the championship caliber team. Then so I would he was. To, he would prove me wrong. But well, he was actually the number. But no, hold on. You just switched it up the caliber. He was the number one option on a championship caliber team. That just game. happened. Okay. 
Paul George is not going to take the championship as the number one option. And that's what I disagree with you with, though. And you said, oh, they're a championship caliber team. Like, you confused me. No, because be- Chris is like, well, he hasn't been to the championship. Because I he said, said that. Because Reg, he Reg, said Reg, you knew what I was talking about, Red. That was going off for Chris. He's never been to the championship. That's, so that's why I, I changed it. But that's no, but I said that because I said he hasn't been to the championship. So, no, he can't be the number one option on that team. So, you switched it to caliber. And I said, in that case, are we just talking about caliber? That was a championship caliber team. They were in the Western Conference Championship. And they had a path to victory. If he didn't mess up in that big moment, that this would have been, uh, they would have been having a game seven. Yeah. That's why I wanted to be very explicit. Paul George is not taking your team to the championship. He can by as a number one option. He can. He does. Then why didn't Devin he? Booker can't either. Apparently, then why did Paul to close? Yeah, he he could. Okay, why didn't he? Number one, he didn't do it because when he was in the East, LeBron James. LeBron Thank James you. stopped a lot of people from Thank going you. a lot of places. Now, in the West Coast, you know, if he was built to be the first player and he had a lot more role players, maybe it would have been different. But all of the other key talent were injured. So, and you between can also that, say LeBron James. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, what, you, what you're saying is valid. I'm just saying that like oh, LeBron James I, is also there, too. No, he's there, but but he, know, he LeBron's a little him. bit older, and they never met each other. Yeah, yeah, they haven't met. They didn't get since. that far, so yeah. so that that would be the other issue. So I I, I think he can. So I, I don't think he can. I don't think he's cut out to be the number one option of a team that's playing in the championship. Number two, sure. Three, definitely. Would you would you say that um, Devin Booker is a better player than Paul George? That's a good question. No, I wouldn't. Not yet. All right, but we, 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 can, we can move Devin on. Devin Booker is a better offensive player than Paul George. Better player overall? No, I'm, not yet. Not okay. yet. Okay. I, I was going to bet you just marinate on that. but uh, Better offensive player, though, yeah. We off the rails, but I know. I, I took Coach, us, how do you think he's I not? T- a, how many points is Devin... What's Devin Booker's career high? And what's Paul George's career high? Are we doing this? We know. Really? No, we're not doing this. Are we Let's doing just, this? I, I mean, case, hey, what, you, you asked the question. You asked the question. What <laughs> game? So you said a career high is going to precipitate hey, how well you Devin Booker are. carried those Phoenix teams. Who had more rebounds? Who, who had the career high rebounds? Let's think about this. Paul George played with uh, Westbrook, one of the top ten best point guards in the league. Can we say okay. that? Okay. Devin Booker is playing with the best point guard in oh, NBA history. Hit me out. Hit me out. So okay. And he couldn't get past the first round, right? A lot what of people, have, but 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 a lot of people have issues getting past the first round with Westbrook. Though. Fair. And again, <laughs> Fair. CP3, okay. Westbrook. <laughs> like really, like these are they on the same tier? I don't think they're on the same tier. Who? Point uh, CP3 and Westbrook. They're not even on the same tier. Follow me out. So you go back to Indiana, right? Okay. He ran into LeBron James. He couldn't take Indiana over the hump, right? Okay. First year in the Clippers. But mind you, they they got to like game seven too. With him being like the number one. The number one guy. And again, he also had D-Wade, who was probably a top five historically best shooting guard. Oh, yeah, for sure, for sure. All right. That wasn't enough. Yeah, normally. But they got to game seven. I right, then with uh, OKC Westbrook couldn't get out of the first round. 
Last year, we never got the Battle of LA. I bought my tickets, still ain't got a refund for it, right? Never got that because Paul George is shooting side of backboards, right? <laughs> now, <laughs> this year, this year, he was, he got it, he got a faded the first half of the Mavs game that he woke up and he's been on the tear ever since, man. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, man, that's, I know we, we went way off the rails, but that's fine, man. We, we got one last topic, man. Hopefully, man, for the Warriors, they 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 do what's best for them. I mean, I, I do want to see Wiseman there, but I wouldn't be mad to see Ockham went there and, and Wiseman went somewhere else. I think Wiseman's going to do fine regardless. Uh, so, yeah, we'll see how that, how that I think it'd be a good trade. Yeah. It'd be nice to see the Warriors back, man. But I think they're in a tough situation. Everybody knows they want to trade. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, man, let's move on, man. Uh, along with some of the trade rumors, we know we always have a shift in the coaching vacancies and, and fulfillments and positions. And, boy, we got a lot of them, boy. Terry Stotts is out. Budenholzer should be out, but he's still in the playoffs. Uh, we still we got the other guy, Scott Brooks is out, Rick Carlisle is out, and uh, uh, Brad Stevens got promoted. <laughs> how that work? How bad? How bad do you got to be to get promotion out around here? So, uh, so yeah, man, with the new coaching vacancies, we we starting to see some of them fill up, man, and some of them are like fan favorites, um, at least from a from a. Uh, perspective of you know people who uh, who we want to see get a shot and get a crack at this thing. So Chauncey Bills finally got his opportunity. He's gonna be teamed up with Dame in Portland. We got Jason Kidd. He's going back home to the Mavs. Uh, it's crazy. I, I wonder what that contract. That contract's gonna look stupid. Uh, yeah, another negotiating it, but. I know you guys talked about him being the highest paid assistant coach. Was eight mil? Eight and a half mil. Third highest paid coaching on staff behind Doc Rivers and Popovich. So is he about to be the highest paid head coach? <laughs> he, he would have to be. Even if they paid him the same, he'll be paying high, very high pay. Just, just, just for inflation, he's going to be paying the highest. Yeah, <laughs> for real. So. Oh, the tax savers, man. Yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. going from Cali to Texas. Oh, bro. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's going to be love. Oh, yeah. Take that. Take home pay. Yeah. So uh, so we got Cha- Chauncey Billows, the Blazers, man. We got Ime Udoka. Udo- Udoka? Uh, going to the so. Celtics. I, I, I don't think I've ever heard of him, but. Uh, we'll, we'll see him soon enough. We'll probably get to know him real quick. And then we have uh, some vacancies still. Oh, oh, Rick Carlisle. He's he's with the Pacers. He, he's back home. Yep, yep. And, and we still got some other pending ones. Um, what's your favorite uh, vacancy? Who are you most excited to see, like, you know, be, be in, the, in the driver's seat as far as a coach and, and kind of seeing the impact? The ones that are named or the ones that are still on the table? The ones that are named. Uh, I like Chauncey Phillips finally getting a shot. Mm-hmm. I don't know much about Ime Udoka. Udoka. Um, <laughs> hopefully he could do better with the Celtics because they had the talent. You know, you talked about some of the struggles that maybe Jason Tatum was still suffering in the beginning. And then obviously the injury to Jalen Brown and, you know, the perennial injury with, uh, what's his name? The point guard there, Kemba Walker. Uh, so that that's interesting. Uh, I don't know. The Mavericks... Are an interesting squad. They they seem to be doing very well with a lot of heavy reliance on Luka Doncic. Heavy explosive offense, and it just seems like he don't he misses free throws, but he doesn't miss anywhere else, which is interesting. 
uh, with Jason Kidd. So I, I think I'll have to go with Chauncey Billups. I mm. think, you know, I'm sure Dame had input, so he's probably happier. Um, you know, and just want to see what they could do with that team. Um, hopefully we can see, like, McCullum kind of get some growth uh, and just work with what they have. That's my exciting one. Okay. Uh, and one. Uh, I like everything you read said with that, man. Um, the Chelsea one scares me a little bit because I've seen the article that says a lot of NBA stars are petitioning Dame to leave Portland. Right, and you got all these Portland trades, giving up CJ, which people have been talking about for a long time, but what are you gonna get in return? That's a little shaky. Um, kid, Mavs interesting because according, allegedly, you know, the J Will wire, they're saying that the shakeup with uh, the Mavs front office is mainly because Luca didn't get along with a lot of people. Crawl out and like how Cuban was relying on some ex-gambler that's now like their statistician guy, the analytics guy. Mm. And he was picking him over everything else. Uh, so for Carlisle, who's been a, a fixture with the Mavs for a while, to go back to Indiana. And on paper, Luka Doncic Luka versus uh, the Pacers. <laughs> they got Brogdon and they got some bonus, but Turner, None of them are on Luca's level, right? So that mm-hmm. it takes a lot to go and take the, the Pacers job. Mm-hmm. I'm most interested in what the Pels are going to do. I'm most interested in that vacancy. You got mm-hmm. B.I., you got Zion, uh, you got, um, oh, why can't I think of the ball first? Name? Lonzo. Lonzo. <laughs> um, and you got some, you got some people down there, man. You got to, you, you have some ingredients to have a playoff team. Mm-hmm. And they, Zion wanted to get out. Huh? I said they definitely have a playoff team. They got a playoff team, man. So I want to see what the Pels are going to do, man. That's my most interesting one is the vacancy. Playoff team that consistently misses the playoff. It's, it's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, yeah, man. I, I think I'm going to go with you guys, man. Uh, I, I like Chauncey Billups as a coach that I've never seen before. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do like him paired up with Dame. I think Terry Stotts was relying on ISO ball a little bit too heavy, and it and also was not instilling any defensive philosophies at all. So you had to score a lot of points in order to even be competitive on Portland. So hopefully with uh, Chauncey, and you know he has a relationship with with uh, Carmelo as a player you know, back in Denver when they both played together. So it'll be interesting to see uh, how he handles uh, a lot of that the guard uh, that 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 point guard whisperer uh, and just being able to get the best out of Dame, get the best out of McCollum. I think McCollum needs it more, but you know, regardless, have them working in tandem versus just being a one-two punch like ISO ball. You have some, I get sub. Uh, that that gets pretty old, especially in the playoffs. Is it becomes ineffective, as we mm. can see. The other person I would want to see though is I, I kind of want to see whoever gets this Dark Wizards job. Ugh, mm-hmm. They got Bradley Bill. They no, Mr. Triple Double himself and Bradley Bill, who was the scoring champion this year, I think, or maybe he was second. I think he barely lost it. And. You know, they're saying the same thing about Bill, man, petitioning him to, hey, man, get out of Wizards, get out of Washington, 
go go out there and do something productive with your career and all that stuff. So they finally got the guy out, Scott Brooks. I don't think he was ever a good coach. And no, never. Yeah. So never. Uh, I think I think I think Mark Jackson would do good there. Oh, definitely. I think he would. Uh, but. You know, there's a lot of people who I think would do well. I, I, it's just that you gotta call them, you gotta give them the chance. I would be, I would be okay with Phil Becky Hammond. You know, I know we mm-hmm. still we haven't finished all of the the coaching roulette, the I'm uh, sorry, uh, musical chairs. I mean, uh, <laughs> so we, we she has a chance still. But uh, yeah, man, I I really, from what I see so far, I think Chauncey Billups. I think he has the highest upside. We've seen Jason Kidd. You know, we know he's willing to do anything, spill a coke. <laughs> on the floor, we know whatever. So we we know he got some some sneaky schemes to to get the win. So I'm not gonna. I, I I'm sure he's gonna figure that out. But uh, I think I think the Wizards also interviewed Sam Cassell. Oh, I want yeah, Sam Cassell yeah. to get a job, man. Like, I want to see what he can do as a head coach. Yeah, I was just about to say. Huh? Yeah, I think that system that Becky came from. I don't know about the Wizards. They don't. It doesn't seem like very team-oriented basketball culture right now. No, but I'm sure that that can change. I don't know if the culture is because of the coach existence, mm-hmm. you know, with Scott Brooks, or it's because of you know the 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 personalities on the team. Sometimes mm-hmm. it, it comes from the players. Like I'm like we saw with KG when he went to the Celtics, it became like. They became like this oh, really yeah. tight knit, you know, group. So they were able to communicate at a very mm-hmm. highly effective rate. Uh, and mm-hmm. then, you know, even Jimmy buckets in in Miami. But yeah. the and Jimmy buckets in Minnesota. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, sometimes it comes from the coach. Sometimes it comes from the players and and their their personalities and how that melds. So uh, yeah. hopefully, hopefully Becky will if she gets you no know, or Sam whichever one. Well, um, I would like to see her more on the Magic or Pels, like a younger team. No, where she I don't can kind of on the Magic, man. That's a toilet. That's a toilet bowl. <laughs> yeah, but I feel like a younger, more malleable team where she can kind of set up a, a culture of her own. Yeah. I would like to see that. Yeah, yeah. I see your point on that one. I mean, there's yeah, and there's no expectation. It's gonna, it's gonna be harder to coach. It's harder to coach Beal and Westbrook, in my opinion. Like, yeah, they are who yeah. they are, and they do what they do already. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I am interested in. I know we didn't talk about Udonka. Uh, I hope I say his name right. Yeah. Um, but he came from. He's a another Popovich disciple, man. He was on the staff okay. with the Spurs. Yeah, he's been a, a, a good assistant coach for a while. Um, he's always been in the runnings for these coaching positions. This is his first time he's been hired. So, I'm interested to see what he's going to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, coming from a Popovich line, um, if he can, because I know Chris, you said. Uh, Chauncey Billups, mm-hmm. but looking at the this, this Celtics, man, you got two bona fide, two bona fide stars, and you have the heart of the team in Marcus Smart. Where mm-hmm. Portland, you got Dame. CJ is a solid guard, man, but I wouldn't say it's a one-star team, mm-hmm. really, as opposed to the Celtics having two. So yeah. I think he has the best of the bunch. Uh, so we could do it. Hartford come, came back home too. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, that is very true. Yeah, and I mean, I, I yeah, definitely. The, if you look at the lineup or like the roster you got to work with, I, obviously, I think it would be the Celtics as the most versatile because I mean they're young stars. They're both wing mm-hmm. defenders and wing offensive players. 
you have uh, Marcus Smart. Like you already kind of have what you need the ingredients to build. Maybe just get some uh, marginal pieces or some complementary pieces, like a new, another point guard since Kemba walking, uh, and you know get get a better internal guy or like a uh, like a PJ Tucker. If they can get like PJ Tucker or Jay Crowder. Uh, oh, <laughs> Uh, then definitely would it would be helpful for them. But as far as your foundational pieces, yeah, they they're good. So mm-hmm. I think they have the best foundational pieces. I agree with you on that. Yeah. So, uh, all right, man. Anything else before we wrap this up, man? Uh-huh. Something like I can work in the morning. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, then let's let's go ahead and and sign off. Then I let uh, Mr. N One go ahead and get this piece. So speak it or forever hold it. Hey man, uh, quick fact for you guys. This is the first time. This is from uh, I should hold down so I, so I can cite them. But this is the first time in 35 years that not a NAN player that's going to play in the championship played with the great Shaquille O'Neal. Mm-hmm. Big goat, not the baby goat. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man, he ate the goat. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Barbecue chicken. You, you sure Chris Paul ain't <laughs> play with them? Man. Who? No. Chris Paul? No, 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 no. Everybody else, all the teams, they, they're youngsters, man. Yeah, they all yeah. young. That's probably why. They passes when they got in the NBA, Shaq was out. Mm-hmm. He passed yeah. fingerprints on so many damn organizations, bro. Yeah, he did. He said he wished he didn't do that, but... Oh, well. <laughs> so... Say this for you. That's all you want to do. You just want to tell, give him a, a quick fact. Hey, random fact, man. I know you guys got the uh, round up with the good stuff, man. Trying to save a little meat on the bone. Hey, hit, hit us with this right in the in the post processing. Mm-hmm. The more you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! All right, man. Mr. Street clothes. What you? Uh, what'd just- just gotta say you know it was a great episode uh i know we went a little off the rails but great topics hope we can get into this ncaa thing a little bit deeper in the future um thanks everybody for you know joining us we do really do appreciate y'all checking us out every week or whenever you can you know like chris said in the intro catch us on youtube if you want to see us and get some of these bloopers outtakes hot mics <laughs> or you know if you just catching us on the ride find us on apple spotify wherever you listen to your podcast really yeah yeah yep 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 and just like they said you know we out here i mean except for the stats i don't, I don't know what it's doing for us but whatever red said <laughs> uh yeah man follow hey, the stats us. Is dropping knowledge man you know you on a whole nother level with this hate stuff man what are you ta- look he, man i did my hater extraordinaire bro educating I, the people bro i, I did yeah. my stats look i i gave you my stats before we get we came on before we went live i did my stats search for for the night i don't so. recall what you're talking about oh okay all right that's that's fine i also did it on here man we were talking about uh you know inefficiencies you know, we was out here just throwing, mm-hmm. throwing mad dirt. And then you names. named another inefficient player. So I, yeah, that, that you don't think is inefficient, or that you think is. I didn't inefficient. say that. I just you said know. he's inefficient. Oh, okay, okay. I just want you to measure them with the same measuring stick. That's all. You, no, you got you got two measuring sticks. <laughs> <laughs> one's in kilometers and one's in like meters, but because of the numbers, we're like this, uh-huh. this number is bigger. So you know, that dude over Yikes. there. So. Yikes. 
But uh, nah, man, I appreciate you guys rocking with us. Uh, I know, like I said, you could be doing it anywhere, but you chose to do it here. Again, check us out on Spotify, on Pod, on the on the Apple Podcasts, on Google Podcasts, Anchor, all that stuff, man. Uh, or just come over here, come on down to YouTube if you on the spot on the audio side. Uh, the links are in the description box on each respective site. And yeah, man, if you tell a friend and tell a friend and help us grow, you know, subscribe, hit the notification bell when you know when we drop, then we'll be able to uh, infiltrate the algorithms and, you know, get moved up, man, become become more popular. Then we can give you more, give you more of what you want. So uh, with that said, man, I'm going to let everyone go, everyone else stay safe and be blessed. So until next time, guys, peace. Peace out.